It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is Layback Playback, episode number 434. This week we bring you the first hour of the 1995 WWF Royal Rumble. Hello, you people. I am Pat McNeil, joined by my co-host, the other half of the watch-along tag team champions of the world, Shane Shadows. Shane, are you ready to hop into the Wayback Machine, return to 1995, and watch grown men act like children around Pamela Anderson? Yes. Okay. More than anything. Happy New Year. All right. Speaking of Happy New Year, um, we thank you for uh, for getting our New Year off to a great start by getting us uh, by getting us on the uh, not only were we on the uh, British and Irish uh, pro wrestling charts on Apple Podcasts, we were at one number one hundred and eight on the U.S. charts, which is our which is our highest ranking in some time. So thank we're you very much. Up. We to are the east moving side. up. Yes, moving on up. Pretty soon we're going to we're going to be cashing big checks. Into a deluxe apartment in the sky. Yeah, that's us. All right. So thank you very much for that, you people. Um, we we are we are very grateful. Uh, and oh yeah, yeah. Royal Rumble '95 won the poll, and you know, it's about Rumble season anyway, so it it works out for us. It did. Uh, it works out fine for me. Even though I did, I suggested the bunkhouse, but it's and bunkhouse. You know, and we will have to do the bunkhouse at some point, but um, yeah, we'll have another shot at it. But I I think this show will turn out just fine. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about patreon.com slash wayback playback uh, during the break. Um, okay, so let's talk about this show. Uh, Sunday, January the twenty second, nineteen ninety five. Shane, uh, the WWF Royal Rumble is at the Sun Dome on the campus of the University of South Florida in Tampa. Ten thousand people estimated in attendance. Um, your dark match: local wrestler Buck Quartermain defeated uh, Brooklyn Brawler. I, I thought uh, Buck. I thought that was Buck. Buck Quartermain worked that one. As stupid actually, as that sounds, that I remember that. Actually, he's a buck and a quarter Quartermain, but. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, okay. All right. Uh, yes. So congratulations to Buck and Steve Lombardi got paid. Uh, so now the previous show was Friday, November the uh, Friday, January the twentieth in Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, no results are listed on the uh, History of WWF website, but um, based on the results of the tour. I'm going to say that it was like every other show that week. <laughs> Red Hart beats Owen Hart in a no-holds-barred match. WWF champion Diesel beat Jeff Jarrett after Shawn Michaels is ejected from ringside for trying to interfere. Pretty okay. Yep. Uh, 
they 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 did diesel. They ad- advertised. Uh, they they tried to do diesel versus Bob Backlund. Wasn't drawing, so they started throwing in diesel versus Jeff Jarrett with Shawn Michaels. Around. That was. Yeah. I believe that was the original impetus behind bringing in a guy who randomly seems to appear here in the Royal Rumble. Another personal Shane Shadow's favorite, Captain Redneck Dick Murdoch. Yes, he will. Yes, we will. Uh, we will see Dick Murdoch in the 1995 Royal Rumble. <sighs> because I think Scott Hall suggested it or something. So, well, just they would bring Murdoch, hey, and well, Murdoch yeah, would yeah. go and out would second Backlund because Razor was working Backlund a lot because the. Mm-hmm. After the failure of the Diesel Backlund series, yep. Um, number one, you can't beat a you can't beat a heel that quickly. I mean, just to go back in time, you can't beat a heel that quickly and expect it to draw. Well, they did, but yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you, you know, you just can't I mean, do but, it. I mean, work. I mean, they, you know, they, I, Vince kind of figured. I'm guessing he was doing a quick trans. It was just a quick transition there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as far <laughs> as switching the title. Yes, but when you when you do the match the way they did it and pin back yeah. on it in like seven seconds and then expect yeah. to take that match out as the headline attraction, no, that's it, not going to work. People are not going to pay to see that. It's just okay. not going to happen. But All right. uh, Me- meanwhile, WCW counter programming the Rumble with their big live event on January twenty second, a Sunday in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in front of fifteen hundred people. Wow. Um, on that show, uh, Sting defeats Avalanche by disqualification. Uh-huh. And in the main event, the United States champion Vader defeats Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I think okay. I saw I think I saw that tour when that hit Columbia, South Carolina. So yeah. And it was it was there's nothing wrong with it. Good show, but you know, I mean the main guys are Hogan and Savage and and Flair and they are nowhere well, Flair is out, so yeah, yeah, they they are nowhere to be seen. Um Yeah. Not on house shows, anyway. Uh, ECW, the previous weekend on January 16th, were in Orlando in front of 427 people, okay? Uh, But if you were there, you got to see Cactus Jack defeat uh, the Sandman. And in the main event, the ECW Tag Team Champions, Public Enemy, defeated the team of Sabu and the Tasmaniac. Fine show, I'm sure. And those would be the same matches that would headline the ECW Arena shortly thereafter in the big double tables event, which is on Peacock. Uh, okay, yeah, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Here you go. Smoky Mountain Wrestling, uh, Saturday night, the 21st, in Morristown, Tennessee. It would be Buddy Landell defeating Smoky Mountain champion Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony by disqualification. And the main event, the uh, Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions, Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express, defeat the Gangsters, New Jack, and Mustafa. More on that later, by the way. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, the USWA, Monday night in Memphis on January 16th, 2,400 people in attendance. They got to see the USWA Tag Team Champions, Tommy Rich and Doug Gilbert, uh, defeat PG-13, J.C. Ice and Wolfie D. And in the main event, the USWA Unified Champion, Sid Vicious, defeats Brian Christopher. Good night of wrestling in Memphis. Yep, not too bad. Um, you know... I mean, it was it was kind of awkward because Lawler's, it, you know, Lawler's a big part of Memphis, and uh, every, you know, I think every second or third Monday he's working, uh, he's he's doing raw, so got to work around his absence. And uh, all Japan uh, on that Sunday, the twenty second, was in Yoshikawa in front of twenty one hundred people. Uh, on that show, you got to see uh, Mitsuharu Masawa and Yoshi Kikuchi defeat Stan Lariat Hansen and Tommy Dreamer. 
Yes, I, I read that correctly. And, and the main event, a big trios match. It was uh, Kawada, Tawa, and uh, Ogawa defeating the threesome of uh, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, Johnny Ace, and Johnny Smith. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. <laughs> All right. Pro wrestling news at that time. Um, the Wrestling Observer reports that Ric Flair is set to return on Wednesday the 25th at uh, WCW's Clash of Champions on TBS. Uh, the decision was made at the uh, weekly booking meeting, and the decision was apparently made because TV ratings are down. Oh, and uh, by the way, uh, even though Flair is scheduled to return, uh, there are no plans for Ric Flair to wrestle at uh, the Super Brawl 5 show in February in Baltimore. And that, that was true, by the way. And he didn't. Uh, you, know, right. you know, he did not. Okay, the second big story. Uh, this one, not good. Uh, Ray the Crippler Stevens suffers a stroke and is scheduled for triple bypass surgery as they go to press. Uh, that happened on the 23rd. I want I don't know if... I want to say Ray the Crippler Stevens died either in... Uh, 96. Either 90, 96, yeah. May of 96. Okay, yes. And, I was uh, coming back from somewhere. Or I was going somewhere. I was wrestling somewhere. And someone said, did you hear the news that Crippler Stevens died? Mm-hmm. Which is one of my all-time disappointments that I didn't get to yeah. see him live and I was supposed to. But it's probably a story I've told one time or another down the trail. But maybe we'll get to it another day. Okay, maybe we will. Um and uh, story number three, uh, uh, New Jack arrested in Morristown, Tennessee after the January 21st uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling Show. Uh, the gangsters and D'Lo Brown uh, did, were, were supposed to were doing a run-in on uh, Steve Armstrong and Tracy Smothers and Bob Armstrong, and somehow the, the run-in, they missed their cue and everything got, and they hit the wrong people and everything got screwed up. And somewhere after that, uh, New Jack was arrested, hit a 14-year-old heckler, then, uh, then two police officers tried to jump in, and uh, New Jack apparently assaulted them too. And well, uh, Jim Cornette was not in the building because he left early to go catch his flight up to uh, uh, he catch his flight to Tampa so he could be at the Rumble. So, big mess. Well, yeah, quite quite the mess. It's hard when you're wearing that many hats. Cornette yes, was is. a major television player. Not a road, wasn't on the road with him, but made all the TV right. and pay-per-view appearances, and he's running his own outfit. But you would think that you leave for one night and things would be okay, and then something major happens. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, let's see. I think, yeah, so there's, a lot, there's a lot of wrestling going on, and you can see some of it. You can see a bunch of it, but you know, no one's particularly hot at this point in 1995. No, they're not. No. We had a local TV station that on Sunday afternoons was playing. So it had Smoky Mountain tapes and USWA tapes. And so we were getting to see a lot of different stuff, but nobody, nothing had really caught fire. I mean, it was WCW was trying to get, trying to reinvent Hulkamania and WWF, WE was trying to use their new generation platform with younger, smaller guys in some cases and different gimmicks. But nothing had really completely caught on yet. Oh, and and ECW had Cactus Jack and Terry Funk is about to come back and you know they're uh, they yeah, had they, a mean, wild alternative product. Yes, they did. Which you which you had a hard time getting to see unless you ordered their tapes. So I can't right. attack. But yeah. Or or went to the matches and I did several times with the Philadelphia yeah. and Hamburg and Jim Thorpe and I was I was a fan but. Yes. 
but uh, yeah, the nobody was yeah, like I said, nobody was uh, really was really killing it out there. No. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna take a short break and then uh, we'll be back with more with more stuff after this. All right, commercial time, Shane. Uh, boy, January 2023, what a month. Uh, I talked about we're going to have Jim Valley back with us next week. And, uh, you know, this would be a good month to subscribe to the Patreon, not that there is a bad month. Uh, There's never a, never a bad month to subscribe to the Patreon when we're involved. Patreon.com slash playback. As a matter of fact, uh, I will tell you a couple of things that are going on. Uh, you know, Shane has put, you know, we, we've got a piece uh got a match from johnny powers a sort of a tribute to him and i think we might do part two of that match and put that up in a you know, in the near future shane i think that'd be great because i think it's one of those things that you know when, when, when there's so many legendary wrestling personalities but there's even more of them who have been forgotten yeah and to to the uh, annals of time and johnny powers is one of those guys, a major success story for the 20 years that he was in the business, uh, you know, so that we, we can, we're never going to run out of material with guys like that, in my opinion, no. you know, um, and that's part of what makes the patron fun. We, we dig deep. We try to find the stuff that you, it's kind of a le- little bit off the beaten path. We try to be historically accurate. We, when someone passes away or there's an anniversary of something significant, we try to cover it because, you yep. know, at our core, we're wrestling fans, and so are you. And um, yes, so you know, spend a spend a couple dollars on your favorite entertainment entity on the podcasting world, the Wayback Playback, and uh, we'll try to make sure it's worth your while. That's true. Uh, also, uh, we're also in the middle of uh, doing a EC, a bonus episode ECW Fan Cam from uh, January from February the fourth, two thousand, in Jacksonville, Florida. A big ECW show, and uh, where else are you going to hear? Uh, where else are going to hear Chris Chetty? Where, where else are you going to hear and watch Chris Chetty and Nova taking on C.W. Anderson and Eric Watts? I mean, that's just yes, it's not going to happen. Carrying the Mid South Tag Team Championship belt. <laughs> uh, it's, it's yeah, quality stuff. You know, uh, and, and we've had we've had some other good stuff recently up there. Um, geez. Uh, you know, world world class uh, house show from 1984 <laughs> from a high school football field. From a high school football field, get to see uh, you know, get to see G- uh, Chris Adams and Jimmy Garvin go at it. Is shot by the public library or something like yep. that. It was exactly. It was, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, that's that's some great stuff. Um, geez, I'm trying to think of what else we had. We had a we had a fantastic indie show from Cat Northern California with the Road Warriors from Cable Access. Uh, Wow, we did uh, Heroes of Wrestling, the the big three parter that uh, we did with uh, with our man Bob Cook. Um, that's all on there. They're all bonus episodes. Got bonus matches galore on there. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some of the other uh, fantastic stuff we did uh, on 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 the Patreon. But you oh, know I mean, what? If we if we tell them all about it, they'll never examine it for themselves. So that's true. Check it out. Oh, and not to mention uh, if you're just on. On the basic tier and not even on the Black Scorpion tier, you get access to every show we've ever done, including the stuff that used to be behind the paywall. Uh, you get all of our new shows in advance and commercial free. And uh, yeah, that's you know, I, I think that's a uh, I think that's a heck of a deal right there. There's like you know, we're up to 435 episodes. Worth the price it. of admission alone. 
Yes, it is. You'll, I mean, you'll, you'll have lots to listen to, uh, you know, I mean, if you, if you like listening to wrestling podcasts, if you like watch along shows, this was the first watch along show and uh, it's our favorite and we want it to be yours. So check it out. Uh, Patreon.com slash wayback playback. And Shane and I thank you for your support. Um, I don't really know that we need another commercial. Yeah. Well, if you still got what we can use and just use it. All right. And we're back. Okay, so I am at uh, so we're at uh, Royal Rumble '95 on the uh, on the Mighty Peacock. I am at one second in. Uh, I got a black screen, Shane. Let's go. Okay, everybody. Let's see. We're gonna go ahead and hit play together in three, two, one. All right, and we're off. And there's Limo from All Star Limousine. Probably for supplying limos to the Greater Tampa area. And look, oh boy, everybody's excited. It's Dink. Yes, and there's and and there's some dink opening the door. Who's stepping out? Uh, that would probably be Pamela Anderson. Hi. Oh. Hey, Dan. Oh, and, and look, everybody's happy to see her. The you minute know, we hey, hey, baby. Well Ooh. done, yeah. Tatanka. Ooh, uh, Captain Lou. Uh, Tom Pritchard. Jimmy Del Rey. Yeah, I love the Bushwhackers. Bushwhackers like, this what's is going on? great. All right. And we're under the hot Florida sun. Da, da, the 95 da. Rumble. Da, 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 da. These had like a certain song they'd use for every uh, big show of the year. Isn't this the second time within so many years that they were at the Sunday? Wasn't the 1990 Rumble at the Sunday? No, that was in Orlando, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I stand corrected. I think it was a night one. Yeah, that's what that sounds right. Oh, well, we'll get it sorted out here. Royal Rumble. Okay. All right. Vince McMahon is, is here. Jerry the King Waller is here. Probably the first time I've watched this since it took place. Yep. It's been a while. I haven't really felt the need to bust this one out of the old rotation. Oh, they're up on, uh, they're up on the stage still, I see. That was a problem. <laughs> Common thing during the 80s and 90s for television shows that Vince McMahon was. Uh... That's a 30 man over the top rope Royal Rumble. And, and whoever wins the Rumble will face whoever the WWF champion is. We have no idea who that could be, of course. Yeah, I mean, that's all going to come down to tonight's big championship matchup between Big Daddy Cool, Diesel, and Bertha Hitman Hart. Which we'll be getting to next week, yes. Yes. So yeah, nineteen ninety was Orlando for the Rumble, and ninety one was Miami. But Going was, uh, to Miami, that's where Slaughter won. Did you ever do that one? Oh uh, well, yeah, a crazy yes, we time. yes. We have done a bunch of Rumbles. I remember. I mean, most of the time I can watch. Remember, remember who and where I watched these events. Ninety one Rumble, I specifically remember well. And here but he we're comes. We're about to kick Indeed. things off here. Uh, um, Je- um, it's Jeff Jarrett um, along uh, with his uh, sidekick Lee Rohde. Lee Rohde. Mike, check, check. One, uh, two. Uh, I thought that was a nice. Sibyl. That was that was a nice touch. See, there's a that's see now this this is the definition of talent. Brian Armstrong takes this job, this this spot that he kind of lucks into. As being a, a second banana behind this guy, and turned it into 
you know, yeah. a very successful career and yeah. multiple runs. And now he's a, he's a vice president, at least as of uh, the time we're recording this. Now yeah, that could who, very I mean, well who change. knows, of course, yeah. Yeah, that could very well change here any day now. Now that the now that the El Jefe has returned to. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're, we're yeah. This is this is we're opening we're opening hot with an intercontinental title match here. Yes. And you know, my days working, working hard, hard on, on the, the go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, all right, yeah. here comes right. the bad guy. Luckily, you know, this is uh. You forget how big Scott Hall. Oh yeah, physically is. Well, He's I well I can't because the AWA kept calling him Big Scott Hall. But yeah, I know. But yes. But you know, what a worker he turned into, and I mean, and oh you, gosh, yeah. You know, many guys have had. You could say what you will about how, how his life turned down, and people have had different. Yeah, there, he, he, he wouldn't be the first him. guy who had a tremendous talent in the ring and had lots of problems out the, out of the ring. Yes, so. you're correct about that, and that includes two the two of the guys in this matchup with him. Yep. Um, yep. Publicly, have stated some of the problems yep. that they had. In That's Isn't true. It? Wrestling's a rough life, yeah. you know, for guys it's, who are out on the road full time. It's and, somewhat it's somewhat less rough because there aren't as many guys on the. Yeah, I don't know who's out on the road full time, but I'm. Yeah, well, nobody now, but yeah, these, yeah. these guys were yes, 400 days a year. Yeah. Yeah, which is, oh, I always thought that when people said they're there 400 times a year. But some of these guys work two and three. I mean, they they work, you know. Yeah, but it's it's less and less during this period in the mid 90s. Yeah. They're not, they're not, there aren't a lot of double shots going on. It's starting to slow down. Yeah. It's starting to slow down, but, it, you know. During that big '80s period, let's say if you imagine if you're shoot if you're shooting a TV show and you're crisscrossing the country and they're yeah, and they have a hard time keeping track of who's where. Uh huh. This to wake up, that to go to sleep, mm-hmm. working two matches on Saturdays, two on Sundays. If you got a TV taping right. that week, you're probably working two or three matches on that. Yep. I mean, some of these guys were working ten and eleven matches a week. Right. It doesn't seem plausible, but it is. Kim White's your referee. Title is on the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, nowadays they're you know, nowadays you got AEW. They they tape like four weeks of TV, and everybody you know everybody there only works one match. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I know. yeah. Works one match each. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Wow. Just a what snap a... on that. Yep. Oof. And the great and the bumps by Jarrett. He yeah. threw a go. great he threw a great punch. I know. You know the the thing is in in, in however oh disrespect. guys should be you know the newer the current wrestlers a lot of them should be going gosh how do I do that I got to learn how to do that you know yes there we go well the current wrestler the current wrestlers don't want to watch anybody who did anything before them especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, that's you, that's a, that's a generalization, but it, it is true of many wrestlers. But there are there are you know, you also get the ones who who do study the business. Yeah, there's a few. Yep. There's a few. And 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 since those ones are probably the ones listening and you know and watching, so probably probably. Happen. And again, I'm, as I've mentioned a few times, there's I'm working with a, a variety of wrestling school students. Yeah. 
air right now and we were doing things last night and it's like you know we got some really we got some really big guys and some good prospects and i was like it doesn't matter what you may or may not end up doing it's still important to know how to at least fundamentally do everything right you know you might not ever use it but there might come a time that someone needs you to use it or you want to use yes. it and you'll know how to use it if you learn. Fundamentals it. are important, yes. Got the double strut there. Oh, my. Fargo strut. A little <laughs> tribute to the original fabulous one right there. There you go. Now, I mean, yeah, part of the, you know, one of the things you have to appreciate and, uh, you know, it's it's probably not as true today. Everybody, everybody at this level had had good gear. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and 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 wrestling boots. Yeah, and boots. So and I, I can understand. Are. I can understand. There are some gimmicks where you're not wearing wrestling boots, but most wrestlers should be wearing them. We had a whole conversation about this. To me, it's like you know, when you're a young guy coming into the business, whoa, what. When I see boots, I see commitment. Yeah. I see a guy who spent a couple hundred dollars on something <laughs> that, you know, it's mm-hmm. instead of just wearing wrestling shoes and these kick pads and this and that, you know, the rest of it you can work around to me. I got, um, I, I got, I mean, when I was, when I worked my first match for you, Shane, I, I got the whole Jim Cornette red and black bodysuit gimmick just to. You were a manager. Yes, that's exactly. Right. It's a different thing. Yep. You know, it's a totally but, you know, different. But you're thing. showing, yeah, but yeah. So, but try, you know, try to show that you're ser- try to show that you're serious. I mean, yes. There should, be a, had, there should be a difference between you and the people watching you. Yes, I had this conversation with the the, the young man who does a lot of the in work, the in ring physical training with the guys that I work with, even though I do some. Yeah. Um, as I tell them, I'm almost 51 years old. I'm going to save my actual bumps for when I'm actually performing in front of people, whenever that may be. Right. I'm not going to take a lot of bumps out here. I'll, I'll, I'll show you the holds and I'll dig down with you and coach you. Um, but a lot of, as I was saying, me and the young man, uh, you know, professor Jacob Edwin, yes, a fine talent. Um, as a guy said, people don't aspire to be pro wrestlers anymore. I think it's, a lot of guys see it on TV or whatever, and it's something that they think that looks like fun. Yeah, it would be it'd be cool to do that. Yeah, as opposed to just you know, I mean, guys who really want to do it long term. And you know, and to me, like when I got into it, I don't think you ever get into it knowing how long you're going to be in it because no. you don't know how long you're. You don't think like that when you're twenty like twenty years old. You don't like, oh, I want to be doing. Oh, I I expect to still be doing this when I'm fifty, at yeah. some level. You You're know, not thinking it's that not, way. No, I understand. No, yeah. So, but you know, longevity does account for something. You know, mm-hmm. my longevity probably at this point has a lot more to do with my being a promoter than it has anything to do with a wrestler. Well, yeah. You know, and you know, I think I've done a pretty fair job at both. Mm-hmm. As I like to tell people, the only thing I never did in wrestling was make real money. Well, there you go. So. Well, that's gonna... okay, but that's okay because you got a lot of company there. 
Yeah. I was like, and I told, I, I tell this guy's last night. So when you hear people screw up stuff, I said, well, I'm just doing this for fun. I was like, you, you, you can, you can be doing this for fun or as a part-time job or just something that you're, you know, that's no excuse to not do it as well as you can. Do it your best. Yeah. Do it your absolute best and don't embarrass yourself and don't embarrass the business. And don't hurt the guy you're working with. Yes. And when, so we, we, we go through a lot of things. We, we yeah. study matches and we watch, we watch matches that they probably almost have certainly never even heard of, much less seen, oh, yeah. just so they can understand. It's like, just imagine going to a wrestling, going to a baseball camp and not having any idea who Babe Ruth is or right. was, what his significance was. I mean, I, I you know, yeah. maybe it's just my generation. I can't imagine, you know, guys now, I can't imagine guys not, not wanting to study and improve themselves. I mean, I, you know, the, the guys I managed, you know, Gino and Big Mike and even, even Jimmy, you know, they, they were, I mean, they had tapes, they were watching stuff. They were trying to pick up stuff all the time. Again, it was, it was more our generation. And, and by yeah. the way, did you, did you know that Mike's, Big Mike's dad passed away? Oh, no. Yeah. I, I, you're not uh, Facebook friends with him? I am. Yeah. But I'm, I don't, I'm not on Facebook that much though. Yeah. Yeah. Jump, yeah. I saw it the I'll other go, day. I'll, I'll, I'll I reached out to him. Yeah, reach oh, out to you. Um, I, okay. But either got, way, it's like, yeah, but back then we all, we all, we were aspiring at one level or another to be something. Yes. The expectation of most of us was not that we were going to be working for the big national companies. Right. But our expectation of ourselves was to build reputations that would help the smaller independent leagues that we were involved with or and were operating yeah and to and to get better yes we wanted to have good matches we did not yeah. want to go out here and do routines and embarrass ourselves what would you just say that one fan once called cpw more uh uh character driven yeah well okay that was that but that but, you know that's kind of a compliment yeah i took it that way yeah you know because our, our main competitor in the areas in which we were running was a was a huge gas bag who constantly was coming up with stupid, just having guys hit each other with stuff as hard as they could, and that's not wrestling, you know. You know, yeah. Jarrett with a clothesline cuts the razor down. New camp by White. And just in case in the background there is a wrestling match going on as we reminisce. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, a, and a good one too, by the way. And it's a good one. These guys are they, they work well together. Yeah, they did. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, okay. Wow. Oh. There's a, a lot of the a lot of his movements and and so forth. If you watch this, from what I'm seeing in this match, it's funny. Because Jeff Jarrett, at this point in his career, has spent a lot more time as a babyface than he has as a heel. Yes, he has. And, and Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, is likewise. He has spent right. a lot. He's the opposite. He has spent a lot more time, well, you know, as a yeah, heel. Yeah, no, I mean, the, in, the, in the years leading up to this, yeah. He's yeah. been a heel, yeah. Yeah, so. And Jarrett, well, had, and Jarrett had been a babyface for a while, yeah, leading up and to you, coming in. I mean, the story's right, but the moves are yeah, are, I mean, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, if I'm explaining that the right way, no, oh. he, yeah, I mean, Jarrett's doing a move which is which is the babyface, you know, reversal move. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Scott know. Hall sitting on Jared's chest with cockily them for the pin and yeah. Jared catching the sunset flip on him. That's a lot more of a heel yeah. move. A drop kick is a lot oh. more of a baby face move as a comeback. Oh, oh, oh there we go. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, White kinda, catches him. Yeah. yeah, so we're, I mean, uh, the work is good, but it's a little, the right. things that, the moves that they're doing in the process of, of, of telling the story are, are unusual given the role. Yes. Big right hand from Jared. Always had a great punch. And both these oh, yeah. guys are great punchers. That's a Tennessee thing. Well, you yeah. Know, very few guys ever worked in. It used, to be a rest- it used to be a wrestling thing, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Uh... But but Tennessee was Tennessee was prominently a punch. Was punch, a punch kick. Yeah. Punch kick territory. Right. You know. Their baby faces got over because of their personalities, not because of their incredible scientific skills. No, that's true. coming off the second rope here. Bulldog City coming up, I think. All right, there we go. Up, oh, yeah, a little okay. too far back for that. Okay, turn that's around. Oh, okay. Yep, almost got him. Ooh, uh, modified clothesline there All by right. the Razor, and Jeff Jarrett kicks out. Razor not Razor not happy with the count. Can't believe he hasn't put Jarrett away. Looks like he's setting up for the old axe bomber. Nope. Oh. Sidestep. Oh, too wow. quick. Oh, hurts his knee on the landing. Looks like his left knee. Oh, geez. You hate to see it. He's having a problem hate... putting weight on it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to think here. Oh. Oh, and the roadie. Oh, flipping flip. the bad knee. Oh, man. Who did Scott Hall wrestle at this year's WrestleMania? Well, we're going into WrestleMania 11, so... I can't remember if he was I even on the card. I want to say it's... I no, say did, he wrestle these two, did he wrestle these two in a handicap match? No, I want to say, I want to say he, I want to say he wrestles Jarrett. I mean, I want to say it's the rematch, but um, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Oh, it's a count-out count victory for Jeff Jarrett here. See, I thought, uh, wait a minute. I don't, I don't know about this. Nope. Wait for it. Jarrett's getting the win by count-out. Oh, yeah, the uh, the rematch between Jarrett and Razor is at, uh, is at WrestleMania, by the way. Oh, it WrestleMania is? WrestleMania 11, I, yes. I have no recollection of that match whatsoever. I sort of do. Jarrett won't. Jarrett will not take the countout win because, well, he doesn't get the title if he wins by countout. Yep. Yep. Jeff Jarrett, uh, you know, wants to give the crowd its money's worth, so doesn't want the match in by a countout. Wants to restart it. And believe it or not, uh, Jarrett and Razor had the second longest match at WrestleMania 11. That's crazy, and I don't remember it at all. Well, that was the year. That was the the co-headliner of uh, Sean and Sean Diesel, Diesel and, and uh, Bam Bam and Lawrence Taylor, right? Yes. Oh, and we'll. Yeah. That also fostered a uh, Fox. Uh, Fox Network primetime special six months That's afterwards. True. That's true. 
He ain't no bad guy. He ain't no good I remember, guy. Yeah, I remember I taped guy. that, and there was another uh, the tape that I had that on. I might not because I, I I got rid of a lot of them. I didn't get rid of everything, right. but. Oh, like, Jared! Well, Jared wants to come back and fight. Jared wants to fight. The short term uh, on the same tape that I recorded was a pay per view of the short term World Combat Federation. Oh yeah, another one of those UFC knockoffs that lasted one show. Okay, Daniel Larusso's gonna fight. Yeah, <laughs> stupid things you remember. Yeah, I gotta look that up. The World Combat Federation. Oh yeah, I think it was Federation. Well, it's not, it's, doesn't sound any stupider than Pancras. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jarrett's gonna. Yeah, Razor wants to fight on one knee on a bad leg. Oh man, yellow belly coward is what Jarrett's calling him. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We're gonna restart this match, folks. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Rematch. Something's got to give is the. uh... Okay. He's on one leg. There we go. I was going to try and roll him up. Only two. Gosh darn it. Oh, going after the knee. Targeting the knee. False finish. Oh, there's kids and the people in the front row with their Royal Rumble t-shirts. Silk screeners working overtime, I think. Yeah. And, oh, oh nice cradle. I had mm. one of those pay-per-view shirts of Diesel and Bret Hart. Yep. It's probably worth a mint now, but I don't have it because, well, you know, yeah. as you well know, spoiler alert, my ex-wife was a bitch. Yeah, well. Yeah. Big shocker to you, I'm sure. Um, I, I may have heard something about this in the past, yes. <laughs> World Combat Championship. Yep, there we go. I'm looking that up. No disrespect to this great match. But you know, it, 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 it's telling that, you know, yeah. you know, sometimes you read these different quote-unquote media Sources on wrestling, you guys like Jared don't have any value, and, and yeah, well, and, and come on now, you, you yeah, yeah. Use, use something that's written by some. But the, the problem, the problem is, there's there's so many people out there calling themselves wrestling experts that you know. Oh yeah, I hate, I, I can't stand to read this stuff. It's like written by a third grader with the 
Yeah. Everyone's got their, you know, putting their opinion in there as fact or, I mean, it's just, there's there's no objectivity to the writing. There's no, there's no, um, there's no training in the writing. There's no, the grammar's, I mean, it's just, it's a mess. But, you know, we were bound to get this once up and over. Up and over. We were bound to get this once the internet needed, required more, uh, Required more information than than qualified individuals could provide. I guess is the best way yes, to put it. Yes, that's that's a never very nice way of putting it. That leg oh is goodness. you know literally in the old terminology. Jared's trying to take it home with him. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, let's see. Multiple media outlets reporting that uh, Tony and Shad Khan are potential buyers of WWE. You know, there's no way on earth that happens. Well, okay, this um, it's being reported. I'm but, you know, sorry, it's been reported it's just, by. Yeah. That's a, yeah. It's I mean this this isn't just a wrestling reporter problem. This is Barons and CNN are reporting this. Yeah. Well. Okay. I just don't see that happening. And I got for for based on what I've seen in his first. Three yeah, that years, seems that seems rather unlikely. Yes. I, yeah. I yeah. I, yeah. I can I can see the Saudis. I mean, you know. As much as I don't think that Vince McMahon should be running his creative, I certainly don't think Tony Khan should be running his creative. I, I think yeah. I think Tony Khan is running enough wrestling uh, promotions that he really doesn't need to book another one. Yeah, let's, you, just, let's just let's just go with that. You can say that just about the stuff that he owns. You, you know. I'll say now. Yeah. I don't need to do that. Sorry, I'll take a job, Tony. I'll gladly work for you. I'm not afraid. Yeah, I'll, give me that ring. Oh, sure, I'd, I'd do that too. Yeah, yeah I'll take I'll take that ring. So I'd even work for the Jaguars. I don't I don't freaking care. Yeah, man, they turned it around nicely though, didn't yes, they? Yes, they did. Yes. All I'll right. Tell you what, and, who's going to feel like the biggest ass in the world is going to be Urban Meyer? Yeah, probably. He he has to feel like just an absolute idiot. I mean, he well, was running yeah. that. I mean, not not. I'm not saying that the Jags had like you know a championship season for all ages here, but I mean they they, they won the division this year. Yeah, you know, telling. Yes, it is. But you know, well, they need it. Yeah, a lot of um, these college hotshots they come up. The, the college football culture and the pro football culture are different things. Okay, yes, that's true. That is totally true. different things. As somebody, as a Clemson fan or near, as a Clemson graduate who lives near Clemson, I can agree that yeah, totally different philosophies. Big right hand. Uh, yeah. Jared's coming again, blocking at another big right. Mm-hmm. Fighting on one oh, leg. Geez. It's hard to throw oh, punch when you're plant you can't plant your foot. foot. But he's doing it. He's doing he's, it. He's fighting back. He's he's, he's throwing fighting. Jared off balance. What he's this, using all of his skills. What this is, kids, is a good wrestling match with good storytelling elements. Yeah. All right. You know. He's going up. He's it looks like he uh, I think he wants a belly to back superplex. And that blonde in the corner. Jeez. I'm not talking about Jared. No, I figured you weren't. Big block. Reversal. Spin it. Mm -hmm. This match is just the longer it goes. I I love a good red herring. I like that. that, that They they stopped it, and then they restarted it, and they can Mm -hmm. can kick it up into another gear now. Right. They got a little break, Mm -hmm. you know, a little break in the action without, you know. And even though it's the first match, hopefully they got you hooked there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two guys people care. A match people care about. Hello. Always look forward to the undercard matches on the Rumble. All right, here we go. 
because the first couple years it usually wasn't it title matches and stuff. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was just yeah, it was just matches. Yeah, like you remember, it was just remember... matches that the people that they you know they didn't really feel like they had anything for in the main thirty man battle royal. Yeah, like or the, some uh... or or people that they were setting stuff up for WrestleMania with. Well, I remember like the '89 Rumble, which was the first one on pay per view. Ooh. The uh, the undercard was Rock and Robin. See, the knee gave out. That's good stuff. Yeah. Was Rock and Robin defending the ladies' belt? Oh, Cradle's even. That's gonna do it. And Jarrett wins. We have a new Intercontinental Champion, folks, and it's Jeff Jarrett. So what was the other matches? It was a six-man tag with the Hearts and Duggan against Rujos and Dino, I think. And yeah, six, that's right. You're two right. Of three and. Haku versus Harley, Harley for the yes. crown. <laughs> you know, go, go back, and if you missed it the first time, go back and uh, check it out in our archives, kids, because we we definitely did the '89 Rumble, and the we've done we've done the '88 through '93 Rumbles, in fact, in, in addition to this one, and then the '96 through 2000, I believe. Now, how tough was Harley racing? That kick oh, and Haku, Haku hit him with could have knocked out a horse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he whacked him. All right, and he's walking out of Tampa, Florida. He's going to be driving down the causeway as your new Intercontinental Champion. You see, he's got him up for the big finish, but his knee buckles beautifully. Well, see, again, it's all storytelling, Mm -hmm. you know. And then it's got him, and it's the knee that you know, it's the knee that does him in. Yeah, and he catches him with a wrestling hold on the way down, right? As opposed to just. And the, the need for the finishing hold. Back then, the finishing holds were only used on TV against preliminary guys. Was, right. Yeah, usually is a finish. Hmm. They didn't want guys losing to these finishes. They wanted no. them to be high spots. There right. we go. All right. Uh, I think Stephanie, I'm, I'm we got a commercial. commercial. I'm saying, well, we'll have to work on that. But uh, Stephanie Wyand is standing by backstage. Oh, yeah. Stephanie. Yeah. One of the eight million different back, back clues. To you, back to over to Todd Pettengill, who's standing by with Pamela Anderson. And uh, apparently, a lot of people have sent Pamela Anderson flowers. Uh, there's flowers from Vince McMahon, flowers from John Laurinaitis, flowers from. <laughs> but none from Jim Barnett. Oh well, go figure. Oh, and Lex Luger sent over a T-shirt. Well, that's nice. And Shawn that Michaels nice. sent over a framed picture of Shawn Michaels. Oh, Yes. Two, one, and I'm back. Yes, hold on here. Yes, it's up. Yeah. Uh, Todd Pettengill's attempts on uh, impressing Pamela Anderson not working so well. And now Stephanie Wyan has Jeff Jarrett and the roadie. Yes, the A&I Great Tour is going great. All right, he's on his way. He says, on his way to see Pammy Sue there. Pammy Sue. All right, let's go back to ringside. Thank you, Stephanie. I love the mullet on Pettengill. Oh, my goodness. And uh, 
Oh, I love the I love the tux on Vince there. Is he wearing the one? Uh, okay, I'm I'm the one he I'll get him behind you. I'm getting the oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Wait, hold on. Okay, Ted DiBiase is uh, leading out his former tag team partner, member of the Million Dollar Corporation, Erwin R. Scheister. I can honestly tell you, I was not a fan of the IRS giving. Yeah, well. I uh, thought Mike Rotunda was a damn good well, well, you and 68 million Americans, Shane. Yeah, but it's like it's, yeah, it's, it's not like it's a gimmick. It gets heat. It's just boring. Yeah. But but you see, but you see, Vince McMahon is is, is every man, and he knows that people hate the government and they hate the tax, they hate the taxes, and you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's not a gimmick that Mike Rotunda needed. Yes, you're right. Well, I mean, he had. I, I think Rotunda was better suited. But it's like the white meat baby face thing was kind of a thing of the past. Right. So I think he needed a yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna use him as a heel, this is how you you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like remember he he went he was Captain Mike in the varsity club and then he was he, he was still Captain Mike, but he was like the captain of a boat. Yeah, he was, he was uh, like yeah, he was like Captain Merrill Steubings. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah, when he was Captain Mike Rotunda there with if he was captain of the like you said, the Merrill Steubing, he was tag teaming with guys on TV like Lee Scott. He wasn't yes. going anywhere. It was yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It wasn't going anywhere. I, to me, Mike Rotunda was most enjoyable as the varsity club. All My, right, and here we go. Or with Barry. Okay, uh, was a, the taker uh, and Paul Bearer. We haven't heard any updates on Barry, Barry Wyndham's health. I guess he's doing better. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, he hadn't, no, he hadn't passed. Well, that's the, that's the key goodness. thing, yes. Jack Danger referee. Okay. People are watching all over the world. Okay. I believe it. So something happens on this card later. It's like a tag team championship matches, if I recall yes, correctly. Yes, correct. Yes, that's next week, by the way, folks. This is this week's. Uh, this is our main event here on this on this week's episode. Yeah, that yes, leads and, up to the big build up. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yes, that's true. There is the power of the. Let's feel the power of the Undertaker. Oh yes. A supernatural entity. Known as the Undertaker. And the ever-present smell of formaldehyde. <laughs> okay. I liked wrestling a whole lot better when they sold a lot of foam fingers. That's true. And there aren't enough foam fingers in modern wrestling. You're right. Yep. There's not. I want to see. Yeah. The audience is almost completely made up of 18 to 45 year old males. Yeah, well, 
kids who, do yeah, not get, watch this. Like, that's yeah, okay. Guess who's buying comic books, by the way? Yeah, yeah not kids. Yeah. Not kids. They're taking kids. You know, well, I mean, wrestling doesn't have to be kids' entertainment, but no, it doesn't have to. Be, but, but they yeah. should like it. But if you, if you're if you're yeah if you're doing a PG rated show, which is what they were doing, there's no reason why you couldn't put on something that you know. So they're so afraid to use gimmicks and stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I think just out of the belief that everyone likes "quote unquote" realism, mm. or they're afraid. Oh yeah, they Pro, use modern pro wrestling is known known as, known for its realism. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, yeah. In terms of the performers, yeah, uh, yeah. In terms of the performers, not in their work. I know their characters. Or they're afraid to upset people because someone's bound to get, you know, offended because yes, you, you wouldn't want to get, yeah, you wouldn't want people to get upset watching a wrestling match because oh well, wait, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't I want to engage that. their emotions or anything. Nah, nah, we we, we'll, we don't want to piss off the anti, uh, the nah, anti we're, defamation we're leagues. We're not competing with sports. We're competing with the Harlem Globetrotters and the Ice Capades. Yeah, they come we're... once a year and draw half a house too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Okay. All right, everybody's pointing at each other, so we must be getting ready to start a match. Okay. This was during the era in which the Undertaker's quality of matches was not first and foremost priority. No. Well, I mean, the uh, gimmick yeah, the gimmick was very slow in plotting. Yes. It wouldn't be until many years later that... They're doing... They're doing yeah, he's the movie monster at this point. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be until years later that he was... The, his match quality was good. Right. For the most part, I mean, he was it was a great entrance and it was uh, an awesome spectacle. Yeah, and I think is my you know recollection what you of this, yeah. yeah, my recollection of this match is, is it was a lot longer than it should have been. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that's uh, not, without even checking the match time, I'm gonna say yes. I mean, they are going somewhere with this, but you know. Yeah, it's just how long they take ner- getting there. Yeah, just how long they take getting there. Wow, that was super light. Not that. Okay. Hmm. Stalking him. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm several seconds behind you, but okay. Uh, uh, IRS taking a powder and oh, circling around towards Paul Bearer. Oh no! All right, Undertaker is coming up. Undertaker is behind you, IRS. Up. Oh. Okay, and IRS back inside the ring. And trying to trying to work over uh, Taker when he when Taker gets back into the ring. Yep. Yep. Reversal. Yep. 
Oh, the big boot. Oh, no. Down goes Shyster. All right. And into the buckle. Well, Lawrence Tao, Jerry Lawler just pointed out that uh, pro football star, uh, former pro football star Lawrence Taylor is at ringside. Wow. How about that? And we didn't know he was here. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I, I think that's, you know, I think that was a great point to drop that in, by the way. It is a perfect. Exactly. You, you don't want, yeah. Again, celebrity involvement up to this point is not overdone. Yes. Well, I mean, plus they, you know, they still had an idea of how to do it properly. Yes. Which is, again, something that's been lost that's in crazy. time. Okay. Yeah. So Lawrence Taylor had retired after the 93 season, I believe. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, Jerry Lawler's explaining the NFL stands for National Federation of Losers. Okay. That was very nice of him. Yep. All right. Oh, okay. Up, up. He's got, he's got DBS. He's up on the apron. Undertaker has him. Oh, and gets out of the way. Oh. Before, oh, there we go. And Undertaker is able to throw IRS over the top rope to the floor. And DiBiase is checking on him. And there's a guy in the front row dressed up as Razor Ramon. Okay. Well, with the with a similar outfit. Okay. DiBiase is calling for backup. Now, wondering what's going on here. Oh, here come the druids. We got one druid and two druids. Where are you at time-wise? I had a little, a oh, little snafu there. Okay. Well, we got big druid and little druid. Uh, we're at uh, 40 minutes even. Good timing there. Oh, go get them. Okay, so now we have two druids and DBSC. They love those druids, don't they? Oh, yeah. they? They were big on druids for a while there. Okay, up. Oh, he goes after the druids. Oh, able to. But sees IRS coming out of the corner of his eye and manages to cut him off with a back elbow. Oh, there we go. Shot to the throat there. Okay, Taker has the arm. He's winding him up, and he's going. He's going old school. Which back then was still new school. Oh my goodness! Druid's shaking the ropes. Oh, and uh, IRS takes advantage of the distraction to pull uh, to pull Taker off the top rope, but Undertaker sits up. Ooh. Oh, and IRS is staggered there by those uh, by those uh, by those shots to the throat. All right, kick by IRS, and takes Undertaker up and over, and Undertaker lands on his feet and goes after the Druids. Oh my goodness! 
It's three on one, though. IRS and two druids with Undertaker outside the ring. Oh, and IRS throws him into the steps. Oh, my goodness. The match is just... Um, well, I'm about five seconds behind you now, yeah. but I wonder okay. who the druids were. Is there any... Uh, do we have I any listing of who they are? I don't know, but let's see. Well, I love it when you get information like that from Dave Meltzer, whatever it means that somebody was a, some one of the guys backstage is a stooge. Yeah, that's yeah, that is what it means. There's no, there were no, and there were no shortage of stooges back then. All right, up. Oh, not the abdominal stretch, not that. So, something tells me by the, but something I just saw that one of the one of the druids is the mm-hmm. barbarian. Okay, well, it could be. I don't know if he was still working there or not. I want to say he is in this rumble, so. Yeah. It could be. Um, because I believe he's one of the 30 men in the Rumble. I mean, it's a big dude. I think I just saw there's something yep. I saw there in the mo- the movements or whatever. All right. Uh oh. So big, big druid. You, so you think big druid is Barbie? Yeah, I do. Okay. And oh, another big elbow. Hell, little Drew could be Buck Quartermain. Yep, that's true. I mean, he already paid for him. Might as well you know, put him to work. Uh-huh. Oh, everyone dropping the big elbow. Coming off, doing it again. Oh, third time's the charm. Oh, he drops the leg. Oh, my. I don't see how Undertaker can possibly come back from this. Yeah. He's been taking a considerable beating. That's true. Oh, whoops. He got out of the way. Okay. All right, let's see what Undertaker... Nope, reversal. Oh, both men are down. Now the, the takers, I'm a little behind you, but they're both men are down. Let's see. Up, oh, up. Oh, Druid's in the ring. We got a Druid in the ring throwing uh, IRS on top of Undertaker. No, that's not the finish. Well, thank goodness for that. Undertaker has a druid. It's a collision. Taker has him. This should do it. Oh, knocks the druid off the apron. Oh, my. Nope. Has to let go of IRS in order to confront the druids. 
Getting okay. ready to drop him with the uh Oh no with the tombstone. Yeah. All action here. Just... Yeah, this match went too long. Yeah. This is not the best use of either of these guys. No, it really isn't. Up, oh, sitting up. Oh. oh, got him. Chokeslam. And that's it. The Undertaker with another victory here at the Royal Rumble. Oh, and the lights go out. Hey. What a victory for the dead, for the phenom, the dead man. And he has that incredible WrestleMania winning streak at this point of, um, I, uh, hold on. Three. Yeah, something like that. Four, I think. I think we're at four. 91, 92, 93. He wasn't in 94. That's right. Okay, so three. Yeah. And I don't remember who he took on at this upcoming wrestling. Bundy, isn't it? Bundy. Uh, yes, it is Bundy. That's right. Yeah. Oh, spoiler, Talk, yeah, spoiler alert, by the way. Talking myself they into remembering. Well, it had to be somebody in the Million Dollar Corporation. The Druids are still pounding away. Mm. All right. Wow, the double teaming continues. There's damn pesky druids. They mm-hmm. just won't they just won't stop. Yep. One druid. It's a very gentle choke slam. The other druid will not get treated as gently. Oh, and here's Bundy. He's gonna squash him with his avalanche. Well, you got to get him off his feet first. Mm. That's quite the confrontation there. As they're face-to-face. Oh, looking like Uncle Fester going face-to-face with Cousin It. Yes, my, my old, our old friend, uh, Chris Pallies. Yep. The late King Kong late Wendy. Chris they never did induct him into the Hall of Fame, did they? Yeah, no, they haven't. So. Oh, now they're taking the urn. You hate to oh, see no, that. Oh, no, not the urn. Oh, man. Ooh, Bundy, yeah. Bundy's, Bundy's doing the henchman it. work. Oh. Boom. 450 in the corner. Look out. Okay. Oh. Here we go. The walking condominium. There he goes. All right. Bundy's done. Bundy's work is so off Mm. during this run. Yeah. I can see why they didn't do more with him, and I'm not trying to badmouth him. I considered the guy a a friend as far as much as you can be. 
as far as you can be a friend with a, with, with most people in pro headline, wrestling. Headline two major uh, championship pro wrestling moments there. Yeah. Yes, but his. He was yeah. compl- He was from that previous generation where they didn't have to do as much, and this mm-hmm. time they're trying to do more. And right. you can see just in this this run end how yeah. awkward and bad he looked just doing what he did. Right. All right, Undertaker wants a piece of Bundy. He had also He's in no out. condition. Yeah, he had also been out of wrestling for a number of years, basically, mm-hmm. other than making some periodic independent shots. Right. Oh, let's go to the recording. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll get to this earlier tonight. Todd Pettengill interviewed Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Wow. Do you mean it? Yep. Todd, no, it's not the time. I'm taping my wrists, dude. Oh, he's trying to interview Bret Hart. He pushed away the paper now. This is personal. Remember, they said uh, they were trying to like pay for the pictures. Yeah. Uh, this is personal. Yeah. This is a guy who now makes his entire living off of signing autographs at conventions. Right. Charging people 150 bucks to stand with him to take their photo taken. Yeah. He wants to win back that title. He's had to wait almost two months to get uh, to get this rematch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So neither so both these guys too cool to talk to Todd Pettingill. Got it. Well, who, there you have it. Frankly, who isn't? Well, I don't know. All right. What are we going to say of this matchup, King? Okay, it's a feeling you get in the pit of your stomach. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I guess that's a good place to stop, eh? Yep, yep. I guess that is a good place to stop. Well, why don't we stop here with this feeling in Jerry Lawler, in the pit of Jerry Lawler's stomach at 52 minutes and 22 seconds. Board of Wrestling Podcast, we still want a little bit of wrestling talk. Well, it's Susie Hello, it's the show for you. We've got music debates, we've got comedy bits, we have some wrestling talk, we've got watch-alongs, we've got actual celebrity guests. Check out It's Susie Hello, the podcast on YouTube and on iTunes and all your best podcast and listening devices. It is, without a doubt, the funniest show in the history of podcasting, allegedly. And that's not just my opinion, that's also the fake opinions of the fantasy people that I see 24-7. Don't forget to leave the five-star review because there's only so many fake accounts one person can make. We would like to thank Gregoire Lourmet for the use of his track, Run Faster, Jump Higher. You can hear all of his work at jamendo.com or on his website, musicepique.com, M-U-S-I-Q-U-E-E-P-I-Q-U-E.com.
All right, so we're in a good spot here because uh, next week we've got two big matches. Uh, first, uh, the match, uh, the match we're going to see Diesel def- making his uh, first pay-per-view title defense against Bret the Hitman Hart, and of course uh, the finals of the big uh, WWF Tag Team tur- Title Tournament as the Million Dollar Corporation sends out uh, Tatanka and Bam Bam Bigelow against the One Two Three Kid and Bob Holly. So, yes, doesn't get much better than that. Well, we hope not. Yeah, we hope not. All right. So, um, obviously, uh, you know, we'd like to hear from you. Uh, first of all, I am at real Pat McNeil on Twitter. Shane is at one only Shane Chad one. We're both on Facebook and uh, good. You know, so I, yeah, I think you can, I think you can find us around. We're, we're not that hard to find folks. Not hard uh, to find. Nope. Not particularly. Uh, of course, uh, of course, uh, please feel free to leave your five, six, or seven-star review if you like the show over on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever your pods are cast. Uh, we are there. And uh, if you'd like to know more about Scott Hall, Jeff Jarrett, Brian Armstrong, Mike Rotunda, or The Undertaker, you can always visit pwtorch.com, f4wonline.com, or The Wrestling Observer, or go download your local library app because they're all in books. Shane? Same way back time, same playback channel. We'll be back here doing more of this stuff. Uh, go sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash waybackplayback. And we'll hit you next week with a second hour of the 1995 Royal Rumble. Uh, boy, and, and maybe we'll see more Pamela Anderson. We can only hope, right? right. Until then. <laughs> yeah, until then, yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Next week is another episode. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.